Welcome to Design World's Technology Tuesdays podcast, conversations about new technologies and approaches for design engineering. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Design World's Technology Tuesdays podcast. I'm Michelle Froze. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, we are joined by David Church, the president of Sorbothane, to discuss innovative shock and vibration solutions. Sorbothane is a unique company that's been developing materials and components that isolate vibration, attenuate shock, and dampen unwanted noises. It does so for a range of industries, from aerospace to the fitness industry, and just celebrated its 40th anniversary last year. Company name aside, Sorbothane also refers to the brand name of an engineered viscoelastic polyurethane that flows like a liquid under load. For this reason, it's ideal for engineering design applications that require shock absorption, vibration isolation, and acoustic damping. This proprietary material serves as a solution to a range of interesting challenges, which we'll discuss in detail with David today. David, thanks so much for your time. Oh, thank you, Michelle, for having me. Of course. To begin, can you please provide more insight about what sorbothane as a material is exactly and what makes it so effective as a solution to shock and vibration? Well, sorbothane, as you mentioned in your introduction, is a proprietary material that we developed over 40 years ago. And it's a, a thermal set elastomer which means that once it's molded to its shape, it's it's there. It can't be remelted down and remolded. It's also in the family of polyurethanes. And it's kind of like a combination of a ether base and also an ester base because we have similar characteristics in both categories. Our material is compounded so that it has the ability, as you mentioned earlier, to as, as a liquid, you know, compressed under the load, but since it is a thermosat urethane with plasticizers in it, it has elasticity. So once the load is removed, then it gets back, comes back to its original shape. So our, our material, because of the characteristics of the, the molecules within the material, the ability to expand and then come back, it allows it to create its own heat which then it is dissipating the energy that has come into the isolating pad or, or mount. So, you know, so that's why it works so well in the applications that sort of shock and vibration is the fact that it, it has the ability to, to compress under load, take that energy, and then its molecules within the material then create its own energy, dissipating it away from the device. Got it. So you touched on how the material can flow under load. Um, can you explain maybe in a bit more detail for listeners who are unfamiliar what viscoelastic means? Well, viscoelastic means it's a material that exists property of both liquid, so you know under load it flows out, but also being that it has elasticity to come back to its original shape. Uh, that's critical for well, many applications where your you know, vibration or even impact loads where you're repeatedly seeing that 
that isolator being compressed from the energy that is being exerted to that pad. So it's very important that a viscoelastic material, you know, has the, the ability to, you know, return return to its original shape. And then if it's under load, then it has to be able to have a, a very small around of what we call creep. So sorbethane is compounded to where the amount of creep, which is the tendency of the material to continue to be compressed over time, it maintains its original properties very well. So and that's important for many equipment manufacturers so that you know the, the sorbethane isolating pad will be working just as well five, 10 years down the road as it did when it was first installed. So it has longevity. In what ways or how is sorbethane different than a mechanical fluid power damper? Yeah, compared to a mechanical fluid power damper, um, sorbethane is pretty much a urethane rubber component where mechanical, the mechanical hydraulic mechanical is a component similar to a cylinder that could be using air or fluid within the cylinder to do the isolating. So it's it's totally uh, two different really systems for, for isolating. And we very seldom cross paths in the marketplace. So you know, many of the applications that we are on, that type of isolator is, is typically not being used and vice versa. You know, things that those dampeners are used on is areas where we're, we're really not suitable for that. So I mentioned um, aerospace in the fitness sector in the intro, two very different industries. Can you share more about sorbethane's impact in them and maybe what other markets it's commonly used in? Just about every industry now is going to lighter weight materials. You can find us just about in every one from medical devices, especially cable tops, to a lot of handheld devices that people are using now for protecting the device when it is yeah, if it falls. Uh, we're getting big and bigger into the transportation industry because of the electronics and many of the machineries are being, you know, I guess the word is destroyed or being impacted by the vibration from the road when they're being transported. So there's just about every market out there we're, we're being uh, asked to assist them in battling with either vibration or shock and vibration is the biggest one as i mentioned earlier because of the lightweightness everybody wants to go faster and lighter and that's not a good combination when it comes to trying to keep vibration out of a piece of equipment now in the old days when everything was made out of heavy steel it wasn't an issue because if you wanted to take out some vibration you just made it heavier well that's not the thought process now you know, the process in every industry now is to make it lighter, you know, make it go faster, and then that creates a whole new set of conditioning for engineers to try to isolate that vibration, those harmonics from things going faster and lighter and being lighter in material. Given the demand for lighter weight materials, has sorbethane changed or improved over time, or is there any flexibility in how it's manufactured to meet different requirements? We get asked quite frequently of what have we done or what can we do to make sorbethane better, and and I keep 
reminding people that it, it's the best that there is out there in many applications and, and that for us to change it would make it perform less than our opinion because right now we get we have a material that has very low creep it has a very good damping coefficient it works over a wide range of, of frequencies you know the only facet of the material that we initially have talked about recently is can we find a way of compounding it to make it be able to work in a little bit higher temperature range because sorbethane creates its own heat, uh, we have to you know, limit the temperature range because if you're in an ambient temperature of 160 degrees and then all of a sudden you're cycling sorbethane at 30 or 40 times per minute, you know, the internal temperature of that material is probably going to be raised 20 or so degrees. So now you're basically you know, working in a close to a 200 degree application. So when it comes to the, the properties of sorbethane, they they work very well. There's not much room for improvement there. And yes, temperature-wise, if we could find a way of maintaining the properties and increase the temperature it can work in, I, it would open a few more applications and markets for us. But there's always trades off. So if you're going to go higher in temperature range, you're probably going to lose something on the low end. So as you asked, that would be the only area that we would like to see if we can. And there's the technology out there for us to do that. And we've been discussing that with some some chemists and, and on how we can be able to increase the temperature range that Servothane could work in. What about sustainability in relation to the environment? Is it considered eco-friendly? That's one of the things that for most manufacturers of rubber products. In some ways, yes, it's eco-friendly because many times you can grind it, use it in other type of applications, but plastics and rubbers in general is not considered eco-friendly because, you know, they come derivative of, of oil. But yeah, as most manufacturers, we strive to find ways of reducing scrap, using the, the scrap we have or the waste we have in other areas so that trying to do everything we can to keep you know the, you know, the ecosystem in balance and help improve it. For sure, that's good. Uh, can you please share a little bit about sorbethane's history as a material and then as a company? I believe one of its earliest inventions was an insole for shoes, is that correct? That is correct. 40 plus years ago, when uh, the working environment went from Many people being in, in trades and I guess you would call more physical labor and we transfer to more manufacturing desk type jobs, more jobs that were less physical. People were looking for ways of trying to stay healthy because they, they weren't doing that by sitting behind a desk or doing less strenuous work. And one of the inventors was, was a chemist uh, that worked for British Tire and Rubber, and he became an avid runner to be, you know, because he was trying to find a way to stay healthy. And 40 years ago, most running sneakers weren't developed as they are now. So he thought he would take his skills of being a chemist and working for a rubber company and develop a material which he felt would 
act almost as like the fatty pad that's in the bottom of your feet, which you know, most of us know does a very good job of absorbing shock and, and coming back and being there for you. You know, using the knowledge that he had for being a chemist in the rubber industry, he developed a material that he called sorbethane. And as you said, the first product he manufactured from that was the heel pad for his sneakers. And that grew in popularity. And then if you make a heel pad out of it, then why not a whole insole? And so that was the second product that sorbethane was used for. And then the real rise of sorbethane popularity came back in the 80s when the show That's Incredible was airing in the United States. And Dr. Heil was brought on the show twice to talk about sorbethane and the properties and how well it worked. And of course, there's an infamous video out there of him having his hand being smashed by a very large man, which is very dramatic. And from that time, you know, we have just had a, just a, a spring load into the marketplace of how well sorbethane has worked. And so we've been able to continue with that success. And as I mentioned earlier in, the, in our little conversation with the, the rise of portable devices and lighter materials and faster running equipment, and it has opened more doors for sorbethane because there's now a bigger need for attenuating that vibration or getting rid of that that shock that some of the devices see when people are drop them and we all drop things so that happens to me often with my, my phone for sure so i guess it doesn't matter the size of the product or device is that right it can fit into quite small electronic spaces as well yes yeah we can mold sorbethane down to oh i don't know quarter inch by a quarter inch block or if you like or square and then we have ability to uh, water jet cut even smaller shapes than that out of sheet stock of sorbethane so we have the versatility to provide you a an isolator that is very small to one that could be three feet by two inches thick by three feet but we don't get too many of those right <laughs> But the smaller ones, we have quite a few. Well, I noticed that you offer custom engineered products on the homepage of your website for both entrepreneurs and engineers. Can you tell us about this service and how it would be ideal for those in either role? We felt the company did when it was first being developed and, and knowing that we are an engineered product and we're unique because we're the only one that has it. Uh, we thought it was important that we would put together a team within the company that would service you know, either engineers from companies or entrepreneurs to help them understand the properties and how to apply sorbethane to their application because it it is the a unique material. We feel that that helps us grow within an entrepreneur because he feels that you know we we have his best interest in mind by you know, helping him develop a product and then working with a a company that they find it very helpful that they have our resources to fall back on that allows them to do other things in their job so uh, it doesn't burden them with trying to develop a sober thing part you know they will provide us with the parameters of their application and then we'll do the work for them and it's all free of charge. We don't charge for our engineering services. So it, it gives them 
both individuals, an entrepreneur or an engineer for a company, you know, the ability to focus on other things and work on other parts of their project than working on the isolator they might need. Is this where the design calculators come in as well? I noticed them on the Sorbethane site also. Can you explain when someone would best use them? They would best use them once they have a chance to talk to one of our engineers to understand what parameters and also what the design features need to be. Because then, because in any type of shock and vibration application for reusing our material, there's what we call the perfect shape factor. And that's that perfect shape for that specific application will isolate or dampen up to you know 94 to 95 percent of the energy but you don't always get the ability to design that perfect shape because of limitations in the envelope that you the isolator has to work in so it gives the an entrepreneur or a engineer the ability just to, to see exactly what he's initially going to have to look at envelope-wise for using Sorbethane to uh, perform the function of their application. And so it's a very good tool that helps them understand that part of the, of the equation. What shape do I need to give my 95 or 98% isolation? And then from there, you can kind of backtrack, I guess you could say, and say, okay, I, I can't do that because I don't have that space what in the space I have, what kind of isolation am I going to get with sort of a thing? So it gives them a good idea. Thanks, David. Just a couple more questions for you. When working with entrepreneurs or engineers, have you encountered any trial and error stories or unexpected successes that you might be able to share in relation to sorbethane? Trial and errors. In our industry, there is some trial and errors because like as I mentioned, you know, you're not always able to use the perfect shape that you need for that application. So you're, you're fine tuning it. You're, you're seeing what you can do to durometer hardness wise or shape the shape of the, the isolator altogether, because sometimes a square might be the best isolator. Other times a disc, maybe a washer. So it's going through that series of which shape factor would best suit that application. And, and that's where a little trial and error comes into play is, is those type of situations of what shape is best. I see. Well, it's been more than 40 years now since Sorbethane was founded. And congratulations, by the way. Is there anything new or lessons learned along the way that you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, I'd like to share with the listeners, and this is for uh, for our your current customers, our past customers, you know, over the 40 years, we have been very fortunate to work with some very, uh, very good companies, very good entrepreneurs. We uh, have seen entrepreneurs come to our company, develop a product, and then in over a scant span of you know, some of them 20 years, others shorter five years, see that product that we help develop become uh, one of the leaders in the market or one of the most preferred products in the market. So those are the things that give us a lot of, I guess, uh, satisfaction because we have helped somebody take a dream and make it real. And, and that's important to us, the partnership with the, the companies and the entrepreneurs that we work with you know, over the years. And, and that's always been sober thing, type of motto or, or, or 
mindset is that we're we're here to help people. We're here to protect people. We're here to help the world become better in many ways. Thorothane has no chemicals in it that's on any of the REACH, Rojas, or Prop 65 lists. So we're very proud of that, that we continue to, to make a safe product for the environment and for the people who are using it. One more question I want to sneak in here. Is there a product that you didn't expect it to work in or something where, say, an entrepreneur came to you and you were kind of like, actually, we can make this work? Yeah, the latest one is with a company out of California. It's called Road to Pro. And it's a young man who was on the professional tennis circuit, never made it very big, but he kept at it and developed his own little business of being a teacher. And then he, being a tennis player and knowing all the aches and pains from tennis, he didn't feel that was a, a tennis racket dampener out there that was that good, that really helped. So he bought some sort of thing, sheets, started cutting shapes out of the sheets and put it on the tennis racket string where down at the base where most of the uh, dampeners are used. And yeah, it worked well, but only worked for like one swing and then it would either fall off or a break. And we told him that it probably wasn't going to work because sort of thing, you know, even though it's a great dampener machine, it, it's not physically capable of applications like that. But he was persistent and he came up with a design using two little plastic like cups and developed two little dampeners that had an ID on it that slipped in between and pressed them together. And lo and behold, slid that onto the racket and it just became a, a success. And it, and it was his his real dedication and his drive to come up with a solution more than ours, unfortunately. And that's one time where, you know, we, we, I, we weren't as creative as we thought we were. <laughs> we are. You know, sometimes you, you have to learn from your customers. And that's one time when we did learn something from our customers. So, yeah. And now he's, you know, he's doing very well. He's, you know, has a product on the market uh, on, that is uh, accepted and, and we're very happy for him because now he's been looking at other applications for our material. So that's one that you know, within the last five or six years that you know, you know, we really didn't think it was going to amount to anything and turned out to be a very good product. And we're very proud to be proud of it. And it's, it's, it's exciting. That sounds like a perfect fit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us, David, and providing such great insight on sorbothane. We're at the end of our available time, but would you be able to share with listeners um, how to best get in touch? Uh, best get in touch with us is through our website uh, at sorbothane.com. We have a, a, a new website that we launched just at the end of last year, which I hope everybody would take a look at. We have gotten very positive feedback from the people who have used it. We have a dynamic form in, in the website, which allows you to either get a quote, get samples, ask for literature. You can do all that, or you can do ask for just one thing. I like samples and just fill out that part of the form. And so it, it allows you to develop uh, your own requests for, for whatever you need. And also we have all our standard products on there and a lot of good success stories, which I think is very helpful for people to understand where our products are being used at. 
Thank you, David. It's been great connecting with you. Oh, thank you, Michelle. And thank you, listeners, for joining us today. To learn more about us, please visit Design World at designworldonline.com. And be sure to subscribe and share this wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks again for your time and attention. I hope you all have a productive day. This has been a Design World Network podcast. Design World is published by WTWH Media.